Hello, beautiful people. This is Trisha. Welcome to my podcast, Words of Life, where we discuss faith-based topics to encourage, empower, and uplift you to become the best version of who God called you to be. Now, have fun and listen to the episodes. Hello, beautiful people. This is Trisha. Welcome back to my podcast, Words of Life. I want you to enjoy every single episode that comes out on this beautiful podcast. Spirit-led and Holy Spirit-anointed. Trust me with that. I love to speak about God and I love to share whatever you know God teaches me and whatever He puts on my heart and to share with you guys. And I feel privileged to, to do so and to be in this position, to be honest. I mean, it's a privilege to have listeners. It's a privilege to have people that are, are really subscribe to this podcast and they really come back again and again. And I, I invite you to uh, not only come back and listen, but also to share with friends and family, social media, you name it, okay? Share, share, share this podcast because we want it to go viral, people. We want it to go viral because God has to have the glory for this, okay? Because I want my life to leave a mark. I want to be a history maker. I want to be someone who has left a mark, a godly mark, and not just any kind of mark, okay? A mark that will leave people uh, closer to God rather than uh, you know, further away from him or not at all with him or whatever. My goal is to, uh, draw you closer to God and for God to be glorified through this podcast. Okay. So, um, today I would like to share, um, about the topic of, you know, marriage versus singlehood. Okay. Now, let me start off with saying this. I genuinely believe that marriage is a blessing and marriage is an asset and marriage is something that God can add to your life, but is not a promise of God. Okay. Nowhere in the Bible is there a promise of God that you will have a marriage, that you will be married. Okay. Now I know that this is a point where some people just cut off the episode. They stop listening. There are people that will say, Oh my God, this is not biblical. What the heck is she talking about? Well, I will give you Bible for that. Okay. So let me tell you that there is again, no verse, not one single verse in the Bible that actually literally promises you a marriage. God never promised you a marriage in his word. It is a choice that you can make to be married or stay single. And it is a predestination. Okay. And even then still you can choose to be married or single. Okay. Even if you are predestined to be married, it's still up to you. It's your choice if you uh, submit to that or not. Now, you might think, are you telling me that you are calling me to disobey God? No, I'm not. Obviously, whatever God has predestined for you is apparently, from his perspective, the best. Not apparently, it is the best, okay? So, 
obviously I would invite you to obey God and submit to his will. So if you feel like you're predestined to be married and you really have a clear confirmation from God himself personally, um, then, you know, just pray and let it go and release it and leave it up to God. At his appointed time, he will give it to you. Okay. Now, singlehood, however, is very specific in the Bible. And Paul actually even encourages us to stay single. Okay. And again, I'm not the type of person, you know, because there are even verses that, you know, there were people that in the Bible were, you know, actually even teaching against marriage in a way. But that's not me. Okay. I'm not saying uh, don't get married or I recommend you to not get married and whatever. No, no, no. I'm not saying this. I'm just saying there is a, a difference between marriage and singlehood. And obviously there is no promise of marriage in the Bible per se. Okay. So, but there is very specific indication and very uh, clear instructions when it comes to uh, singlehood in the Bible. Okay. So, and let me tell you this as well. There is nothing nothing of what God has called you to do that you cannot do in your singlehood. Okay. Nothing. All right. So whatever you have been called to do, you can do on your own with God. All right. Now, let me, let me go into scripture. Um, when it comes to uh, singlehood. Okay. Um, and just bear a second. Singlehood. Right, and we've got a couple of verses here, and righty, exactly, 1 Corinthians 7.34, that's New Testament Bible, okay, one verse here that says, an unmarried woman or virgin is concerned about the Lord's affairs, her aim is to be devoted to the Lord in both body and spirit. And I add soul as well, okay? Because um, it's big for us women, the soul, the emotions and everything. So everything has to serve God first, okay? Now, this is already one very specific clearing. Uh, clearing the, the doubts, okay? <laughs> um <clears throat> And then let me go on. In Romans 12, 1, it says, Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. Now, obviously, this is, you know, applicable to singles and married people. But... um. Yes, <laughs> this is my favorite. First Corinthians 7, 7 to 8, okay? It says, I wish that all of you were as I am, but each of us, sorry, but each of you has your own gift from God. One has this gift, another has that. Now, the unmarried and the widows, I say, it is good for them to stay unmarried as I do. <laughs> That's what I was talking about earlier. Paul even recommends, it's not a command from God, and he's not saying don't get married at any cost, but he's just saying 
you know, I suggest, I recommend that you stay single. Okay. Now, again, I'll read it again. I wish that all of you were as I am because Paul wasn't married. Okay. Uh, but each of you has your own uh, gift from God. One has this, this gift. Another has that. Now to the unmarried and the widows, I say it is good for them to stay unmarried as I do. But again, don't nail it, at, uh, you know, at the wall and say, ah, this is the law. No, we're not under the law anymore. Hallelujah. Praise God. Okay. But it's uh, an encouragement. But then Titus 2.6 says, similarly, encourage the young men to be self-controlled. Okay. And that obviously includes all of your life, including sexual life. Okay. Including sex. There is no premarital sex for anyone, you know, that is walking with God should have any premarital sex of any kind, okay? Sex is for married people, period. And the Bible is very clear about that, okay? Um, <clears throat> I would say, you know, this is enough to tell you that, you know, there is no promise of God uh, uh, when it comes to marriage, but, well, let me say it, let me, let me say it this way. I've, I've, I've shown you that singlehood is very much promoted and very much uh, on, a, on a high level recommendation when it comes to the word of God. So I don't know what this stigma is that throughout the globe, for some reason, Christians and in the church still today, yeah, it's getting better. But still today, there is still this stigma of being single as if single or singlehood is a stigma or a sickness or an illness or a condition. Oh, my gosh. This is so offensive and inappropriate and such a lie and so not true. The word of God says the opposite. You know, you are supposed to enjoy your singlehood, make the most of it, live your life to the fullest, serve God diligently, take your time for God and everything that has to do with his kingdom and just make the best, make the most of it. Okay, make the most. So what the heck are you talking about? Why are we so, uh, uh, um, you know, judgmental? Why are we not encouraging people to stay single and enjoy it? Rather than, oh, I'm sorry, you're single. Oh, I'm sorry, you're over 40, you're not married yet. Oh my gosh, I'm going to pray for you. Uh, excuse me? I'm living my life. I'm okay. I'm content. I'm happy. And it doesn't mean I don't have the desire to be married. I do. But it doesn't mean that I'm going to be desperate and needy just because I have the desire in my heart to get married at some point. Yeah. And, you know, if it was my choice, of course, I would I would have been married already. But apparently God has another plan for me. And am I saying I do believe I'm, I'm, I'm meant to be single? No, I don't think so. But even if, you know, singlehood would be God's choice for me, guess what? I would accept it and run with it. Period. My goal, my purpose, my calling, my mission is not to get married in life. You know, my calling is to serve God, period, and to worship him. To serve and worship him, period. Okay? It's not to get married. Stop having the goal of marriage as if you worship that on the altar. Marriage is not supposed to be worshipped. Nothing is supposed to be worshipped but God. 
Okay, so let's stop pursuing uh, uh, marriage as, a, as the highest goal, uh, highest achievement of life. It is a beautiful blessing and an asset when it comes from God. But it doesn't mean it's predestined for everyone to be married. And it's, it doesn't also mean that, you know, singlehood is less than being married. I actually think you have so much more freedom in being single and you can do whatever you want, whenever you want, and however you want it, okay? So, but again, I think singlehood is a choice, but it's also a calling, all right? So, as is marriage, it's a calling and it's a choice, but it's not a promise of God. It's not in the Bible. Nowhere in the Bible, God says, you have to be married or, you know, this is my promise to you, you will be married. No, 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 no. That's not what the Bible says. The Bible says clearly in Genesis 2.18, the Lord said, it's not good for the man to be alone. I will make a helper suitable for him. So first of all, let me break this down. Okay. So first of all, God says it's not good for man to be alone. And when he says man, he doesn't mean just man as a masculine, like a man, but he means men and women, humankind. Okay. That's what actually is addressed. So for human uh, uh for, for human beings, for, for humanity, it's just not good to be alone, okay? So, first of all, when you have God, you're not alone anymore, okay? But it's another thing to be lonely, okay? Now, loneliness is not the absence of people, but the absence of purpose, I heard someone say at some point. And I absolutely love this. So, it, when you have purpose, when you have a calling, when you have a mission, you're not even lonely because people will come in and support you in your, in your purpose and calling and your mission. So, you will be occupied. You will be doing stuff. You will have a life. Get a life, man. Get a freaking life. Get a life. Get out there. Go to events. Make friends. You know, just have some party, man. Just enjoy your life. Don't waste your life. Don't waste your youth. Don't waste anything, particularly not your time. Right. And now, as you can tell, I'm very passionate about this topic. Um, and then it says, I will make a helper suitable for him. Now, again, this clearly shows that it has to be the will of God, a predestination that God has in mind for you, okay? So this is not for, like, this is for everybody. Everyone should be married. Everyone is called to be married. No, no. You know, probably, I would say, maybe, I don't want to put a number to it, okay? I don't want to be with working here with percentage, but I would say majority of population, globally speaking, probably, you know, has the opportunity to get married and you know it's according to the will of God and he has nothing against it and he has a person for you I would say majority of population but there are some you know particular people that are not meant to be married you know that could be you that could be me I don't know you know so but it doesn't mean anything uh, uh, but that so to be single, particularly nowadays, there ain't nothing wrong with it. There's nothing, particularly now where, you know, men and women are more and more, you know, equal. They are more and more, you know, valued the same way. And women have established themselves to be wonderful people and really 
we had so many breakthroughs in any way, shape or form as women, where now we can say, you know, I'm strong and independent. I don't need you. Okay. If you're in my life, it's because I want you, not because I need you. And still yet me understanding that a man needs to feel needed now, but that's another story. You can still make him feel needed, even though you're not needy. Okay. <laughs> but again, I don't need a man, but I want a man. And if I want a man, I'm going to make sure that he feels needed still. But if I'm completely honest, I've been single most of my life and I've been doing well, boo. I don't need you. So, but if you are in my life, it's because I want you. So if I want a man in my life, it's because I want it, period. And not, oh, but if there is a man in my life, it's because I want it and not because I need it necessarily for anything. Because I am independent. I'm strong. I've got all things together. By the grace of God, I'm good. Okay, I'm good. But if God decides to, you know, put someone uh, uh, by my side and say, listen, this you know, is a man that I've chosen for you and he's going to support you and love you and respect you and honor you. Fine. I receive him. Okay. But if God chooses otherwise, well, then that's it, you know, but again, uh, we cannot, uh, make our devotion and our loyalty and our discipleship, uh, depending on if God gives us a marriage or not. Okay. Nothing should be worshipped but God. And nothing should hold you back or make you withhold anything from God. Okay. And nothing should interrupt your surrender and your devotion and dedication to God. Nothing and no one. Okay. Not even your most like profound and deepest desire of your heart. Okay, you need to let it go. And for most women, this is marriage. Okay, for most women, this is marriage. And you need to let it go, boo. You need to let it go. And you will survive without a man if this is your calling. Okay, but if God has a marriage for you and has a husband for you, great, fantastic. Just be patient, be patient. And trust me, you know, I'm speaking from a place of, I've been walking with the Lord Jesus almost two decades, okay? So it's not been two weeks or two days, boo. It's been a while, it's been a while. So I know what I'm talking about here. And I'm not saying this in, 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 in a prideful way or arrogance. You know, I, I know who I am, I'm confident, okay? But the thing is, you know, that <laughs> I had to learn that no matter what, you know, and again, I've been single most of my life. I have had relationships, but I've been single most of my life. I've never been married. I have no children. And you know what? I'm happy. I'm content. Again, do I still prefer to be married? Yeah, I would prefer to be married. And I do prefer to be married. But even though I don't even know how it is and, you know, how it would turn out. But the thing is, now I'm single and I'm enjoying my singlehood. And... I'm not going to rush into anything rather than, you know, just, you know, rest and knowing who I am in God. And whenever God decides to bring him along, then he comes along, period. And if he doesn't, it's okay. Okay. Because you have to be okay with whatever God has for you. And he shouldn't influence your walk with God in any way, shape or form, uh, particularly not in a negative way. 
Okay, so if God calls you to singlehood, you will know. If God calls you to marriage, you will know. Okay, if you have a deep desire to be married, then and it doesn't go away, well, that already you know can mean that God has a marriage for you. It doesn't necessarily 100% confirm it. It doesn't really, you know, prove it. But that's definitely the beginning, you know. And then, you know, you have to pray about it and ask God specifically, is this really you? Is this desire coming from you, God? And and then, you know, according to his word, he will fulfill the desires of your heart that he placed in your heart. So if you keep feeling that desire of wanting to be married, pray about it, fast about it, and God will confirm it to you or not, you know. So... As for me, you know, many, many years, God has been confirming over and over again every single year uh, prophetically that he has a marriage and he has a husband for me. So I don't need further confirmation. I know <laughs> that this is my calling. I'm meant to be a wife. I'm meant to be married. And again, do I, you know, I, I wish I would have been already married. Well, or let's say I, I would be married already because would have been would mean that... <laughs> I would I would be divorced now, but that's not what I mean. I don't know, correct me if I'm grammatically wrong here. But what I'm saying is, I wish I was married already, but at the end of the day, it doesn't mean anything because for me, as I said, this is not um, my my life and purpose for life, my, my life and goal, uh, my life goal or my purpose for life anymore. So um, it used to be uh, at times like that, but it really isn't anymore. So I've let go of the goal of marriage, okay? When it comes, fine, you know, and in the meantime, I'm going to live my life to the fullest and enjoy everything and everyone in my life. So, and that's what I want to encourage you guys with, that, you know, don't get stuck uh, and don't let life pass you by just because you're single. Okay, because being single is a privilege and it's actually biblically speaking the best time of your life <laughs> where you are free, where you have less worries, where you can do whatever you want, whenever you want, with whomever you want. So you are completely in liberty, obviously, you know, under the leading of the Holy Spirit. So you, you're not going to go crazy. Okay, just, um, you know, as Paul says, you know, everything is uh permitted but not everything is you know good so i'm paraphrasing so i apologize but you know you know what i mean i'm pretty sure you know this verse but anyway i want to leave you with that be content with whatever you have and uh in whatever stage you are be content and fully content with god uh, you and god and whatever god has in addition for you he will give it to you and what is meant to be yours will be yours and nothing and no one can take it away in jesus name amen Thank you for joining and listening to my podcast today, Words of Life, where we discuss and talk about faith-based topics. Every episode is meant to encourage, empower, and uplift you and to become the best version of who God intended you to be. Please take your time and listen to my episodes, but also visit my blog where I write articles at least once a month on trishabritannia.com blogspot.com trishabritannia.blogspot.com thank you and have a lovely day